Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Tonight we take a trip down memory lane, but move over, boy wonder. There's a new Robin in town. DC Titans episode six, Jason Todd starts right now. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz This this was the jam back in the day. For and, real. And it reminded me of just the attitude of this episode oh, so no. much. Love this thing. Yeah. So bad. But oh yeah, anyway, I was I was, I was rocking, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome everybody to DC Titans after show. I'm your host, Evan T. Mack, but I am not alone. I'm with the Prince of Persia over to the left. Tehran is in the building, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't know, now you know. The lovely Chauncey, what's going on, girl? Hey y'all, Chauncey K. Robinson. Man, let's okay, let's get into it, man. Let's first we go first we're gonna run down a couple things. We're gonna discuss the appearance of Jason Todd, Robin's past coming back to haunt him, the difference in both Robin's like philosophies, and then the Melton Man's personal uh, personal agenda against Robin. But first things first, I wanna get my lovely co-host, I wanna get y'all's opinions on the overall your overall thoughts of the episode. Give it to me. Somebody just Chauncey's gonna just say, it was good. Yeah, you know what I'm <laughs> first of all. I am in love with Jason Todd. I think I found my second fave character of this whole show. Who's your favorite favorite? Starfire. Okay. And then (laughs) Jason Todd. Oh, my gosh. I just want him to stay. I, we could switch him out. Maybe. Oh, so you just want to switch Robin? Just like, did you want to just turn, the, just change the whole dichotomy? I don't everything? know. He kind of convinced me. He's a loose cannon, but I was like, hey. Well, let me just let me just <laughs> let me ask. I'm not saying you're wrong at all, but I just so give me what, why, why? There was just something unrestrained about him that I, and he kind of embraced his darkness while Dick embraces his darkness a bit, but he then like feels like moody about it, mm. and Jason is just like all in it. You and hate. It, I don't hate him. I that like that him is the general moments. consensus in the chats and on this panel. <laughs> I like I like him in moments, but there yeah. was something about Jason Todd that was just kind of like what the actor said he would do, which was kind of just spark this life. And I just felt like spark this episode. Like that was a word in my head while watching this, which is like spark. And he brought that, like, from the moment he st- was on screen to all of the interactions, everything worked. Wow. He actually made Dick a bit more, not like not like I dislike Dick, but it was just like he made him a lot more tolerable with his emotions. He made it more tangible as he talked about Batman. So. Wow, it's interesting. I, I would like to say on my <laughs> overall thoughts for the show. <laughs> when you get that somber tone, I just don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen. It, it was good. Um, remember... If you remember before, people in the comments were very upset at me. <laughs> uh, people in the chat were commenting how I, how I'm just s- such a downer. Well, episode three was great. Debbie Downer. After episode three, bro, this is the Titan show we've been waiting mm. for since the first show. This show, episode one, episode. Uh, five and six. Mm. This is a Titan show. Five. This is, and I'm saying it right now. Right now, starting from last episode till now, 
DC Titans is the best DC show on TV. I period. said it. Say something. Period. I said it. That's what I'm glad you said that because I know it. people yeah. are very best scared to say it. Best show. The best show. This no is question. an episode. This is what they can do every single episode. They they uh wow. they they went off track and brought a new character and it didn't go to the yeah. storyline, but it did further the storyline. And this right. is all I was talking about with uh with what was Team Demolition? What was, what's the team show I'm never gonna watch? So the concept is <laughs> the concept is this is what I'm talking about. This was a full full thought out character where we didn't need all this sappy backs. We got an understanding of who who the character was through the actions yeah. and the furtherance of this episode. There wasn't a whole interaction. They didn't have to talk a lot. Jason Todd, by the way, the actor that plays Jason Todd is Jason Todd. This guy brought this character to life in a way that I've rarely seen done. This was in uh, uh, the mode of a dark night. This was in this was an amazing performance. I believed him. Wow. His recklessness, that energy, that youthfulness, the fact that he loved being Robin yeah. so much. Oh yeah. And and on top of that, I found a new I love Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I like Jason Todd. It made me like Dick Grayson more. And I, I've never been like, I wasn't on board with this Dick Grayson just because of how it plays out. As it goes on, he becomes better in his role. But this episode brought it full flat. He he looked more mature. Yeah. He looked more mature this episode. His hair was more mature. Mm, I believe hair. him. And I'll tell you, <laughs> honestly, I love Corey. Like, Corey, I, listen, you're bae. Listen. <laughs> I what love your she yo, I don't I'm even bae. know you. <laughs> Corey is so attractive to me. She is so amazing. She's such an Vibrant, amazing man. actor. All of them. This is the acting I've been waiting for. Wow. Yeah. Little things, subtle things came to life in this episode. Subtle things. We didn't even see the clan that much. And I was like impressed with their acting. Absolutely. Just how I believe them now. I believe them. Damn. It's like it was all leading up to this point, though. I, I see what you're saying, though. But it didn't have to take this long to get there. I know what and, you're saying. And a couple of the episodes were just not written as well. They were just weren't. And I don't care what anyone says. They were not. The Doom Patrol episode was not written as well as the Jason Todd episode. You're to say that though it's yeah, not like you're not breaking any laws just, by saying but that but it's just it's just the concept of oh you can't the canon of you can't dislike something and still love it yes yeah, you, you can. can you know what I'm saying I've dated a lot of girls that I dislike <laughs> Sam, well, say another word see what happens right? my I'm with you though <laughs> okay so okay man y'all they hit me with a nice little that was a nice monologue man but shout yes. out to Jason Todd though man Jason it Todd it was amazing so was like amazing. okay so I was reading a few things you know just you know you know just you know Twitter sphere you know and face chat and you snap tweet and all that stuff like that you know and like saying they so do you do you care that at times they do go out of the out of the way to the plot and just kind of do like standalone not episodes? when it's like this so so you're not so- when it's done right because honestly i'll tell you something the same way i didn't feel like episode uh episode four made me want to watch what are they called 
Doom Patrol. Doom who, Patrol. Who knows, you like, right? you like block it out of your mind. You like block it out of your mind. You know He definitely does. I forget the name. The same way that episode didn't make me want to watch this, this episode, I cannot wait for next week's, uh, for this Friday. Bro. I can't wait. These episodes that are happening right now is making me fiend. I am fiending for more DC Titans right now. Wow. Yeah, I think the good job. The key thing that they did, which was very different from Doom Patrol, which was everything kept going. Like, Teron saying that it was within the action right. that we got to know Jason. Right, 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 right. And so many, and I think the thing with Grayson. That and interaction, was, not just the action, yes, the interaction. The, the interaction. I think That's the thing with Grayson that made him more tolerable is he tends to be, and not just with this episode, he, he, he tends to be better when he interacts with people. He grows Absolutely. from his interactions. Who's when this Chauncey? Just the Chauncey I like. See, look, with Chaka Soldier, we're trying to figure out who hurt Chauncey deep down. We're trying to strip you it know, away layer by layer. Even the chat's trying to find out who I hurt you. I know they are. <laughs> we came in here, first thing she said was crowbar. <laughs> we're like, whoa, 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 Chauncey, chill. It's iconic. The crowbar is iconic. You're making excellent points. You're right, though. What, what did you think of the overall episode? No, I did. I loved it. Toronto, I did. It's just, when you when you introduce a new character, and, and especially a that I liked, you know, and we and you, regardless of knowing how he meets his demise, it was and like put like this. This kid kind of was playing with house money, but not really. He still had to live up to a reputation, though, because he's a popular character. If you if you play any Arkham games, if you read any comics, if you've seen any of the cartoons, he he doesn't. He had to live up to something. But I like that he got to be his own Jason Todd, first Jason Todd ever on live action. So yeah. I just I like that he. I like the way he did it. I like his portrayal. I like that. My my two favorite scenes in the whole season are in the elevator. When he's the elevator scene, like just those little things, the Batmobile line, you know what I mean? Where he's like, Strong. Oh my God. He's like robbing in his feelings. Like, wait, he let you drive the Batmobile? A little things like, <laughs> oh, yeah, it doesn't I work. And Jason's it. like, he's like, I'll do, I, I'll do it. It works for me. But, <laughs> but it's so strong. Okay. You know when the Kevin Conroy vo- voice for the animated series, Batman ever that is my that is what I hear when I hear Batman is his voice without question. This is now who I think of when I think of Jason. That Todd. is a, yeah. that is a that's high. Praise. I said it. I still think of G- G- Jensen ankles a little bit. Um, who? So, <laughs> the guy yo yo. Supernatural. I have two he was you the right original now. voice <laughs> of uh, of the of the cartoon, yes. the Red Hood, when Jason yes, Todd and yes. the cartoons eventually became. She going deep. She going deep. And I love that portrayal. So at first, Who? I was a, <laughs> I was a little apprehensive when I when they said they were going to do Jason because when I think I think of him, and so but they really just made him distinctive and he could have been because he's younger like he's 19 they could have made him obnoxious like the obnoxious young guy who's just, you know just all over the place but they really just made it so he was a grounded character actually in his chaos and also it was it still was an actor's choice though actors still are allowed to act and he he when he when he deciphered that um that script and he interpreted that script a certain way he understood the character and he didn't come off like that yeah. he could have somebody else cast it would have played it like you just yeah, said maybe yeah. he took it a totally different way every it line was amazing well done there was his energy edge. His smile when he was doing stuff, like well the small little subtle things, like Which you, you could feel the cockiness of the Jason Todd character, who is in the comic book so reckless, yes. who is in a lot of ways the anti-Dick Grayson, mm. who is in a lot of ways the the chaos that you were mentioning. We felt that with him. You better believe it. Yeah. Even and you could feel it. Like I believed him when he beat those cops up. I was like, yo, Bruh. I believe that was one him. of that the, was the most you, scenes, fight scenes I've he, seen. And it's crazy, right? Because the pilot when when they when they introduced Robin, that, that they were trying to be intense. That he surpassed with that scene. That he scene was killed. brutal. When he did the move, the little the, WWE the, 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 the backbreaker. Back oh man. It was like, 
He was, so, and then started hitting him. Right, he donkey punched. So we, <laughs> went, yo, yeah. like you know, who, whose ass is this? So we, um, we, so we go. <laughs> what? Before, but yo, uh, Teron, I need you to hit that lodge before we go in any yo, deeper, I, man. I, I, I wish need we you. had this many people. You know what? I need that the after buzzers to be as excited about us as we are about this show because after buzzers, our network produces after shows for nearly all of your favorite TV shows from dramas, reality TV, sci-fi and more. There is no network that works harder to serve television fans but we need your help. We're asking that you please subscribe to one or more of our YouTube channels. By subscribing to our channel, YouTube will suggest content that's tailor-made for you and you'll help AfterBuzz continue to grow. And if you're worried about pesky notifications, don't be because they're optional. Mm. So hit that subscribe button now for this channel and check out our other AfterBuzz YouTube channels as well. Let us know you did so in the comments and we'll thank you on air. For now, thanks for being the best fans and for helping us be the ESPN of TV talk. I was just going to say <laughs> in the chat, because we were just talking about the chat of the of, of people's um, overall thing. Ivan is saying he's feeling like this is something I was just about a, to read that. of a Grayson yeah, show. So, yeah, he goes for the Titan show. It doesn't really feel like a Titan show. As much as I'm loving the show, it feels more like a Grayson show. Teron, your thoughts? My thoughts are that, yes, it is a Dick Grayson show. But that's because it's it's season one and they need uh, yep. a person. That's like saying, uh, you know, even in the cast, I understand the concept of the team. Robin, but when you watch Justice League, yeah, it's the Batman. It's the Batman show, without question. It is. It's the Batman show, right? So we're watching Justice League, but you, all the characters have to revolve around one central character. So if you're watching any team concept, that is how it plays out. Now, in this storyline, it is clearly Dick Grayson running it. I do think we will get more more titles. Of Starfire. I do think we'll have a whole possibly half a season of five her. episodes left. Sure. Well, well, not even in this. I mean, now we know we're getting a season two. Yeah. And honestly, after what I've seen the last season and this season, season three. This is this is the reason I don't mind paying for DC. Absolutely. Like I only, I really only use it for this show. Absolutely. To be honest, they got some good content on there. The other run. shows aren't on there yet, so the other shows haven't yeah. been. The the animated shows are cool, but this show, man, this show, this last episode Would and you? this episode. Man, I, it, worth it. Like now, I feel justified in paying money. So we, so then we open on the funeral of the Graysons, you know, yeah. and yeah. we got Clay the strong man, like uh, kind of like his guardian, literally just being that guy saying, "You should go with Bruce because I cannot, if I can't provide for you, and I want you to have the best chance you had, like getting out there." And um, it's one of those things where, like, you see apprehensive Dick Grayson, young Dick Grayson, he doesn't want to go. So, like, give me give me your thought process on like just that moment and what do you think as far as life would lead him? Let's say let's say he made that decision. What do you what what do you think would happen? But like this, is being with Bruce the best thing that ever happened to Dick Grayson? Um, I think it made him who he is, mm-hmm. and ultimately, even though he doesn't appreciate it now, I think as Clay had ended, ended up telling him, you would have been poor and you wouldn't have you know been in the position you are to be the kind of strong uh, person that you are, even right. if you are coming from a place of pain or whatever right now and having so much resentment towards Bruce. But I think ultimately it was the better choice. Yeah. You know, um, Mm. I mean, he might have, maybe it might have been more loving or something, you know, because Clay (laughs) and him seemed very close. But I think in the, in the bigger scheme of things, it needed to happen. He needed, yeah, he needed to become 
Robin. Interesting. Oh, do you do you think like let's say he didn't go? Let's say he went with Clay, and you know he still would have that that feeling because he know what happened to his parents. You, you see him like being like a detective that way, going that route, maybe literally still finding a way to be like a hero, you know, but not, you know what I mean? Like if he would be yeah, Clay. Definitely, I see him being a security guard at the same bar. Listen, <laughs> let me explain about because you were like showing more love, and like Clayton would have showed him more love, and I appreciate that. And you know what? I'll say like this: my parents showed me a lot of love, and I wish they hit me more. And I was like. Bruce Wayne's kid. You know, listen, let me explain. Dick Grayson needs to really get over this this privilege he had of being. You know, my parents loved me and supported me. Now I wear a bathrobe all the time. You know what I'm saying? I wish, bro. Like, honestly, I, I wish. I wish I had a Joe Jackson dad who. Oh, oh not Joe, not dad. Joe, not Joe. Like a, I need it. Listen, a couple degrees from Joe. No, I'm just saying, like, like real talk, like. Let me let me explain. Every day, I love my parents. They're the best. Of course people. you do. They're loving, kind, sweet amazing parents i would turn them over and get adopted by angelina jolie and brad pitt and harvey like bro i'm, I'm <laughs> giving my dad savage. the same father's day card that will smith's kid gives him bro this is not this is not economically fair that's, that's all i'm insane. saying okay so bruce wayne being able to provide for dick grayson and then molding him into this person and you know yeah. it comes at the end of the episode where jason todd says i know who i am who are you who the fuck are, are you, you? Okay? And that's that's real. Mm. Like, and I now see this since Dick Grayson has been a kid, he's been almost resentful and repented of the fact that he went with Bruce Wayne. But honestly, everything you are, the reason why we care about the name Dick Grayson is because you went with Bruce Wayne. You better believe so it. So maybe, you know, and, and Jason Todd is everything that embodies. Dick Grayson and I wish they could be one person, and that that would be a sight to see. I don't know about that. Maybe I think I, I think they're very distinctive in the sense. I mean, even though Grayson is in this brooding mode, I think once he comes out of that and eventually becomes Nightwing, it will he will have a certain confidence and a certain way about him that is very much a leader that Jason Todd can't necessarily absolutely not. Jason, sure, which is Jason why I said that they could be one person work. if we could blend them together. If Dick Grayson had Jason Todd's appreciation and enthusiasm for the skills that he has, mm. and like, but he but he Jason Todd had Nightwing. had his True. had his, and I don't know if that's always. You know, I I didn't mind Robin, but if he had his if he had his discipline and thought provokingness and that, I think that would be a very formidable hero. Yeah, but, yeah, I'm with you on that. Like, but I, I like what you're saying, Jonathan. Like, Nightwing literally is like is like his like that's like that's the mature like complete Robin. That's him at his apex. It's like when you because any portrayal of him, especially Arkham, does such a good job. Like Nightwing is like when he's a, even when he's on like the intercom, he just sounds like a, like Batman talking to Batman. He's, you know what I mean? Like when he's like, all right, I'll do that. See you later, bro. You know, it's like he's just he's a he's a man. You know, and I know like he's like just he's more he's more in the zone there. And I, I like Nightwing's my favorite version of Dick Grayson. Mm-hmm. But I but sure I, yeah, he just he just he just of I, course I love him. Man. I mean, just even if you look at the trajectory of these characters, yeah. The trajectory where they're going yeah. you know Grayson becomes Nightwing we yeah. all you know now we all know but like in the comics Jason Todd becomes something of a vigilante yes. later on so it's it's kind of these two I mean it's it, they kind of set it up in such an epic way this kind of animosity mm-hmm. yet understanding between the two oh, of absolutely. them in this episode and I really just just knowing the history of these characters to yeah. see it in a way where even if you don't know the comics 
you knew something sparked off with this. So yeah, so actually, so Jason Todd, you know, he, he saves Robin, you know, and it's always a little, you know, a little, little bit of ego shot, especially when he gets all this, like this, put on him all of a sudden. Wait a minute, okay, I was saved. Okay, there's a new Robin. I've been replaced, and then but, but it's immediately he has he has uh, stuff he has to do. You know, he has to take the, the doctor to a safe spot, and he has to literally keep keep things going and try try to figure out who's chasing him and try to figure out the organization. That's Whose idea after was it to take the doctor to a safe spot? I think I want I want to say they both kind of. No, it was Jason. Todd. It, it was, but Jason you know. Said, I have an idea. Yeah, but like, but, let's but, go to this. He would have took him somewhere, like probably to a hotel. Though. <laughs> and but it's, and it's how'd that go last time? That yeah, motel. How'd that go? Yeah. What happened to the nuclear family? This, Where's their head? This is like a Jason Todd special, isn't it? Though he got he got, he got a little Batman in him. Though he got a little more Batman than he thinks. So he, he takes him to one of Bruce Wayne's many safe houses, and they and this is where they kind of uh, doing a car ride to the elevator. You they try to start finding things out about each other. You know, Jason knows things about Robin because his reputation precedes him but this is kind of like Robin's opportunity to kind of get get, a, get see what's going on with this kid and see where his mentality's at just give me your guys general thoughts on like their conversation and th- literally the, the the dichotomy between the two Robins amazing writing this is what I mean by you can tell a lot I didn't need a backstory or uh, or forced storytelling yes it was interaction the concept of Jason just callously explaining why how he became robin Mm. any of their talking it was so real it Mm. was so believable even dick grayson's subtle envy enviousness of how jason how quickly he was replaced quickly which actually led me to believe that jason todd is the rebound no question batman batman picked hey kid what are you doing like I'm hurt by Robin leaving, and I'm picking a kid who's basically that a was, sociopath that was stealing, or a psychopath. trying to steal Hubcaps exactly. off my car. It's someone who's actually a very broken person, and I'm going to try to fix him. Wow. Number two, their interaction, I understood where Jason was coming from, but even still, the way he interacted, the arrogance showed that recklessness. He showed a, a, a propensity to get under Dick Grayson's skin yes. and enjoy it a little. Yes. But also, just he's a kid. He is a kid. He is a, you know who he is? He's the kid who's a celebrity who we all judge for doing something that if we were a kid and a celebrity, we would do the exact same thing. Yeah. He's that kid. He knows, he knows the power that he has and he knows yeah. the ability that he has because he's a talented kid. You see, yeah. He's been trained properly, but he also knows he's Robin. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, it sounds obvious, but like he knows he's Robin. He knows he kind of is above the law, kind of. Exactly. Like they work with the law, but he's above the law and he knows it. And Robin tries to act like he's not like that as well. Exactly. And Jason embraces that. We got somebody in the chat hating on uh, Jason Todd. Yeah, he keeps calling him a social. Who's no, no, someone, no, Who someone, someone, uh, was it a S E L W? No, say, don't say it. Oh, it is so good. <laughs> Who is it? <laughs> say, say, say the name. I, I don't know how to say the name. Selwonk. I know, and I know they say Jason Todd looks like Ruby Rose. Just hate Selwonk. Oh, I just hate him. No, I understand why Selwonk's hating. I understand why. <laughs> Which is, would you like to tell the rest of us? No, no, no. I can understand. First of all, you have a different of opinion. Yes. You know? And the way you're writing stuff is just because you're not Jason Todd, bro. Yeah, Jason Todd go go hard, man. You're you're Tim Drake. It's cool, bro. (laughs) I understand. Hey, Jason Todd go hard. I can't. No, because listen, Jason Todd, Jason Todd, the actor pulled off the look, pulled off the style, pulled even the hair, how they flared it. Loved it. Like, it was amazing. So, I can understand someone not liking Jason Todd. Because of how reckless he was, but not liking this episode, I couldn't understand that. It was yeah. just amazing. And, you know, just to speak to your thing about yeah, um, their, their conversation mm. or whatnot, I, I, I know Torrent was saying that 
the idea that Jason Todd was the rebound. But even, you know, we saw with Grayson that he was broken, too. I mean, Bruce has a, seems to have a way of picking up broken orphans. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's because he was a broken orphan because of his childhood. But what we saw is a divergence of journey, right? right. Like, one took their brokenness and did what they did. And when we find out what, you know, what he did to his parents. Dick Grayson is hurt. Yes. Jason Todd is broken. I don't know. Her, I think, you can fix. Jay, Dick no, Grayson could be you fixed. Can, you can fix broken. Dick you Grayson can mend it back together. For his, his, his mistakes. I think it's more, I think, yes, it is about them. feeling he, bad or whatnot, mm-hmm. but I think it's a choice, right? Like Grayson is going within himself internally. He mm. feels guilty. He feels bad. He's making that choice. He's hurt. To, but I think it's the thing with Jason Todd where life has hurt him too, but he's ch- turning that into this anger. Yeah, being on the street. And that yeah. is his choice. His choice is to take life by the balls or whatever and mm-hmm. be like, you know what? I'm going to make you my, you know what I mean? And no, Grayson. I don't. Make, make <laughs> I, I don't speak colloquialism. Oh my God. Can you please explain? Make, Which I, minus the W plus the B. So, <laughs> and in the sense of, you figured that out. Yeah. And in the sense of what Grayson has done, he's more so done this internal thing. And with his, you know, and and that's why I say this episode made it so that I wasn't so frustrated with his brooding that I had been frustrating with before because... And looking at it in comparison to Jason Todd, I actually somewhat maybe appreciated it a bit more because, like you were saying, the hurt showed more. It was more tangible to me. It was like, oh, I get it now in a way why this is coming. Not so much that you're just ungrateful to Bruce Wayne because that's what it came off for. Oh, I know what you're saying. It was like, you just sound ungrateful. You just sound like he made me a weapon. Like, yeah, he stopped you from being poor. But you was also rich, bro. (laughs) You know what I mean? You was also getting rich. It's not that money. Look, Don't be, money, money does not buy happiness, but you it know buys what? a lot, though. Ladies and gentlemen, no, no, no. Growth <laughs> don't buy happiness either, bro. Would you, ra- That's real cry, would you rather cry on a bus or in a Lamborghini? All right. But, but all right. I can understand, but also, let's let's remember, real first of talk. all, first of all, the concept of what Bruce Wayne does to these kids is actually a bit much. Sure, it's an extreme. However, <laughs> there's a part of them that... I can understand, but they utilize it. Mm-hmm. They utilize it. And what I mean by hurt and broken is we're looking at one person who's a victim and one person who we use as a survivor, right? So we can interchange those words when we talk about people who've gone through a traumatic experience. And it comes off that that Jason Todd, if I looked at his history of person, he's he's a victim of he's a victim of circumstance of of what happened. And I would look at Dick Grayson, I'd be like, he's a survivor. As in all the things happened to him and he made the best out of it. And even then he still feels bad for the things he done. But Jason Todd, when he beats up those police officers, he he wanted to do that. I'll be right but I'll take care of it. And he knew that was premeditated. Isn't that what Grayson has been doing since the beginning? He's been beating up people, taking out his aggression. In circumstances. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing about it. He turns into this person. It's a vehicle for him. And sure, he beats up people. The only time I see him lose control is the one time he still doesn't kill. He lets he and even though he takes he takes the responsibility of killing uh, Tony Zuko, Ish. He, he didn't do it. He he. What he did not do was he did the voice of silence, which by the way is compliance in many many it aspects. But he didn't actually pull the trigger. So the concept is, and he still feels bad for that. Okay. Would Jason Todd feel bad for that? This, no, this, Jason Todd would have just choked okay. him out the first time. But there's this idea. I mean, to me. 
I don't compare like which one is better necessarily, but it's this idea. I will say with this whole Grayson thing, yes, he feels bad. He still does it though. Intentions don't, you know. Sure, the, they do. The road, no, they the, do. The road paved to hell is is paved with good, good intentions. Intention. Sure, but however, okay? intention does and matter. He cries, and we and know he can, that legally too. But he too. still continues to do it. Sure. So what's the difference here? But what he's doing is, look, he's doing something. It's not just the intentions. It's the ends justify the means. What Jason Todd does is he just cares about the means. He enjoys he just, it. It just happens to be the end. And that's but why. But he cares about the means. I now, understand. Had, had Jason Todd been able to do this stuff and be bad, he might go that route. He just likes the power. So so if I look at them, mm-hmm. he's the teeter on the villain. When we look at this dark side and, a, and the inevitable question of any uh, major protagonist throughout the history of, uh, of storytelling, he is, Jason Todd is the Darth Vader. He is the guy that's like, oh, the evil side could take him the over. And it does. Character. And it does. It does take him over. <laughs> he's the coolest character in Star Wars. I don't, I don't so. know. I don't that know if he's the coolest character. That I think Yoda might be. <laughs> Pretty cool. I like, I like Yoda. So, like, <laughs> so, so Robin's past comes back to haunt him. See, Dick tells Jason to leave, but Jason refuses as he has something to show Dick. That's like something a series of photos of dead bodies from Dick's past. The victims were former members of the circus Dick performed with as a child. They also were killed with acid, calling guard of the, Mar- the Maroney crime family. They track down a surviving member of the circus, uh, the strong man, where he bounces, like, you know, where he bounces in a nightclub. Sure. So, this is when we get to the nightclub scene. Um, Jason Todd can't get in. Dick Grayson's up in there, and he, he, he sees him. It's, it's been so long that he doesn't even recognize him and then we get to this point where he feels like he's you know like he's, he came out perfect he doesn't have any problems at all like this is the best decision no, I ever made but he's looking at Dick Grayson saying it's not just you came out perfect if you look at Dick Grayson he, said, he all, says that in the show he, though, I you know, know but I mean? he's a good looking kid yeah and he's looking at him like you're well mannered you're you're articulate. Yes. You're intelligent. You look great. Yeah. You have this happiness to you. It's a it's a subtle confidence that Dick Grayson has, knowing he can handle himself and that he's able to be a man in a situation. Yeah. What I'm getting like, at no. is like Clay just looked at him and feel like he made the right decision. But he's yeah. right. Yeah. He did make the he right did. decision. Oh, absolutely. Because he, like I said, he's a grown man. He knew that the best place for him was with Bruce Wayne. He it didn't was. know Bruce Wayne was Batman, but he knew like based he still on doesn't his, know. Yes, you know what I mean. Based on his circumstances, his situation, like I made a good decision. And then he sees him, and then he finds out he's a detective, and yep. he's like, "It's all good." So then we get to the part where Jason Todd gets into the club and loves all the ladies, and just you know, living his best life, man. Just you know, sipping on drinks that aren't his, you know. But he's not just loving the ladies. He's walking in his confidence. He's 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 the he's the he's the lateral alpha. He's the he's the man. You know, Clearly. so he's just looking. He look at a girl. He's like, "Yo, what's good?" Like he's walking in, like he's from Harlem. Man, oh, he you was, know, he didn't walk in like a brother though. Yo, I'll give him that. He, he walked in. <laughs> he drank someone's drink and was just like, "Let me yeah. get you another one." I'm yeah, like, but that's a move. <laughs> that was a move. That is though. a good he move. Was like, and then he was ready to fight. And she wasn't that mad though. She wasn't that yeah, upset. Was the smile he threw, like just like the girl when he walked in, and the girl with the curly hair. That's like, <laughs> really my type. And then put the, put the hair behind the ear. And was like, oh, and then he was like, he was doing, he was throwing, he didn't even know he was like, yeah, he was just pointing at people. I love that. that it slowed down too, uh, like it course. was like a slow mo. I was just like, this guy has he so does. much swag, he he's so insane. It's, I just love characters like that where there's just where they 
kind of relish. I tend to like villains more than I like heroes. <laughs> and he just kind of relishes in this idea of this great. He's area. good. The only a lot about who she did. So you say that's a good actor. That's care. only good. Um, he's a good young actor. Good young. <laughs> yeah. Only only good young actors can portray that. The best writing in the really world. Good. Yeah, the best writing in the world can't make him make you feel. He that. He did a great yeah. job, and the writing was great. It yeah, was a, I mean, yeah, it was like a, a great merging, and Absolutely. that's why I was so annoyed with that episode and the episodes that didn't do that. Oh, you mean like the oh, few the few really. Oh, and, and, and there was another episode, the one right, uh, the one where I forget which one. I know you're talking about. Though, it, uh, it just wasn't done as well. Like this, this could be every episode. It was awesome, bro. Literally, it could be every episode. So we get to the point where he's so he so he's checking on see Clay because all the, the the rest of the circus um they're they're all gone. So we wanted to make sure okay he's cool, he's good, everything's fine. He um he, he leaves that he leaves the club, finds out that he's been taken and he's not okay. So we get to this point where like this is where Robin's like past like comes back on him. Like so the Melton Man's agenda against Dick is one of the the things I wanted to talk about. And we, they kind of they go back uh, two years when when the the guy um when um Dick, Dick attacks Google's prison transport two years. Ago, after learning he'd get to federal protection, pretending state's witness. Dick's attack allowed the Maronis to kill Zuko, canceling out any federal protection promises Zuko's family, including Nick. Dick tells Jason not to be Robin and doesn't understand the price he paid for putting on the mask as he rushes to save Clay. So I just wanted to talk about that part. We kind of touch on it a little bit. You're saying he wasn't, he didn't pull the trigger per se, but he didn't stop anything. Now, what I'm what I'm trying to get at is what okay, put it like this, what 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 are you thinking as far as morality goes? Was was he in the right? What have you what have you ever done in that situation hypothetically? And and is is he to blame for what's really going on? Truly, because if you really want to think about it, like all this stuff that this guy did, uh, like he's no, he listen. was he was he was going to snitch anyway. Sure. Like I just keep sure. everything on Robin. Right, you know Chelsea, what I mean? Would you like to go first? Yeah, I mean, I think with with that, it was also a, once again one of those things where. He his intentions eventually was like, I can't be the one to kill you, but I, I'm still not going to be the one to save you. And I mean, yeah, what are your I think on that? that's my sort of thing with him. Sometimes it's kind of like either, you know, crap or get off the pot sort of a thing. It's 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 he has a tendency to that's that brooding thing. And he has a tendency to want to go gung ho. But then it's like, not really, though. Yeah. And I think that's what happened in this position, too. It was like I came to, you know, why would you let him go? And then it's like he goes after him. And then he like hesitates. But my whole thing with that is, though, like I give him a pass because that's he's, he's trying to avenge his parents. This is a parents thing. Yeah. You know so I mean? why not just kill him? <laughs> just kill him. <laughs> We have to remember when it comes to the hero, there's a certain morality that exists. Oh, yeah. There's principles, yeah. and the principle of the yeah. hero is is we take the high road, that we we are the better person. Yes, that we are the person who we sacrifice. We sacrifice happiness in mm-hmm. a way, or we or a hero sacrifices easiness. Mm. Okay. For the right thing. Absolutely. And so what what Dick Grayson did in that situation was wrong. He knows it's wrong. Yeah. It probably is what caused the rift between him and Batman uh, from the timeline. It was like two years ago going into where it was like a year ago. I can see good, that being the thing. The concept is now, now in the situation, for example, if this happened to me and it was these people and I'm a hero. I'd have choked this. Listen, I'd have killed. Okay. I, but yeah, that that's me. Been. That's that why I'm not, that couldn't have been, but okay. that's me, right? That's me in that situation. However, I'm not Robin. So when we look at, when you look at the movie and we're making a comparison of who I am when it's the character, I'm not the Robin character. I'm not that person. I'm, I'm, I, I will always be the wrong person. Mm-hmm. So in the Robin morality and the morality of justice, 
this wasn't the right move. Mm-hmm. And regardless of how we feel about Batman and, and, and his actions and Robin and subsequently Nightwing, they are supposed to stand for justice. Yeah, Batman wouldn't have did that. Did Batman would not have done it. He'd have saved that knucklehead. He'd have been mad, but he'd have saved him. He'd have saved him. Yeah. And we see that. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, Robin Robin did, I, I agree with Chauncey, how he did something that's indicative of a characteristic, which is I I didn't, I'm not going to <laughs> save you, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to kill you myself. Right. And, and then I'm going to blame Batman later. And then I'm going to say something. He blames <laughs> all his problems. Exactly. Right? And, and, and that's what the you issue. Say, crap or get off the pot. Yeah. I can tell you the person that. Are you done yet? Like, can I be in this bathroom? Can I chill? Can I chill can in the bathroom live? for a little bit? Let me live. Yeah. <laughs> so this is when I kind of get to the one part of like, you know, the two Robins, different philosophies. We get towards the end of the episode where, you know, well, Jason Todd does not listen to Robin. He goes, I, I need to handle this on my own. You know, I need if this is my problem, I got to close it. I got to close this chapter. I started this. I created this monster. I want to end it. And Jason Todd does not listen because Jason Todd, he do, he do him. And he, they've established one thing in 40 minutes of this episode is this dude does what he wants to do, and that's it. So he comes anyways, and if he wouldn't have came, they, who knows? There might have been no Dick Grayson anymore. You know, who honestly, knows? after when I watched towards the end, I was thinking in my head, does Batman really like let Jason Todd drive the Batmobile? He might not, and Jason might have just said it. said it anyway, yeah. Like, Maybe. Oh, let's me drive it. But it's the way oh. he did it, though. Oh, you did Oh, he didn't let you? The yeah. thing, just the, the fact that Robin believed him was amazing do, to do me. Do a backflip? I mean, let me do the backflip all the I'd time. Have been like, I'd have been like, bro, he ain't let you drive that. Yeah. <laughs> he ain't let you drive that. But he didn't even question it. Yeah. So, okay, so now when I say they're different philosophies, you know, we, we get to that point where they he saves the day, they work together. You didn't know there was a tracker? <laughs> I, just, I just loved it. <laughs> man, he told, he's like, he told, told me, me about, about that tracker. tracker. Yeah, I did it myself. That's real, man. I like, love the tracker. I love that. So we, so we get to that part where he goes, you know, you, because um, I handle the cops, don't worry about it. That was an awesome scene. <laughs> I mean, and oh I was talking God. to Charlie. I was talking to you off air about this. Like I've been reading throughout the. the, the oh, y'all talk off air. Which right. is just for a second. You oh, was in the trailer. You no. was in your trailer getting, oh, okay. you know, getting, you know, getting your make. No, no, you know what I mean? No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, listen. Oh, oh, he let you drive the <laughs> <laughs> Listen, listen, listen no, for real. So, but you we were talking like I was like asking your opinion, and I was reading people's opinions. Like he definitely kills some of these guys, right? Am I tripping? Or he did he did he murder like a couple of these cops? I do not think he murdered the cops. Are I you think sure? He seriously injured the police officers. I was like two. I thought he really might have killed. I think the gunshots were. People f- think he killed them. Strong moves. I do not think so. I think that that one uh, officer at the end is paralyzed forever. Oh, he's yeah. paralyzed. That was I, a great move, though. <laughs> I think, and he even said right, it. He was like lights out. I was like, no. oh my god. And then started. Uh, um, Chat. I think that they are. They are not. Dead. Chat, give me something. Anybody Extremely in the chat? injured. Do y'all think Jason Todd killed any one of these cops at the end of this episode? It did seem like he broke someone's neck. Right? I thought he liked twi- something where someone seemed like their eyes were open when they fell down. So I thought maybe they were dead, but maybe he didn't. But like, so we, we, we will agree they were It was definitely injured. brutal. I, I will say this, and this is why I don't believe they were dead. I don't believe they were dead because Dick Grayson, who assessed the situation, mm-hmm. saw that they were extremely injured, but not dead because I think if they were dead, he would have apprehended Robin. Mm, and nice. I'm gi- and I'm giving them the not dead point because killing a cop has now crossed into the line. Like injuring a cop, Todd. you can have the conversation of self defense in a way, not really, but really. But once you've murdered a police officer who was simply doing their job, I feel like I feel like Dick Grayson would have. Enough is enoughed it and been like, there's no way 
Hmm. That this is allowable. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Like we get, but we get to that point also where you see how he feels about police officers. Mm-hmm. I love it. You know what I mean, Jason. It Todd, was like yeah. not so much against the police officer, but just his whole like his demeanor and his whole. Yeah, way he up. was just like they beat me up all the time. Yeah, he was like, "This is my chance to do it." And, and I'm, I'm thinking like, like you, so you're thinking when he's saying that, like when he was younger, right? When he was like when yes. he was like going through when, when he was up. Jason yeah. Todd, Jason, not Robert. Yeah, yeah, not, and like so, I so I was just saying, so I know he doesn't have any love lost towards the cops. So I just thought it was, but like this, I like the scene. It was really. It was a great scene. It was a great scene. It reminded me of the Starfire episode, a scene where she beat up the cops before. Mm. Just kind of like that. I don't care who you are. I, you know, kind of. I think it was a little more malicious and and Oh yeah, for sure. It was more malicious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think the scene was a better executed scene, meaning that the fight scenario was while the Starfire scene showed her love of just her power, this scene showed a ferocity in Jason Todd, a ferociousness. It wasn't as, as I feel like Starfire was simply enjoying, like discovering her power yeah. and stopping herself from being apprehended. She didn't mean to hurt anyone in that way because I saw when she did mean to hurt someone how far she could go yeah. easily. I feel that Jason Todd would have killed the officers. Given the opportunity of him thinking he could get away with it, I just love how gleeful he was when he said, "He's like, oh, I'll take care of it." Yeah. Like it was just like, like, I'll like, be, like I'm just gonna tell him, "Hey, guys, this is okay." And he just, I really thought that's what he was gonna do. It. <laughs> it was just like, I don't know why I thought that. I was like, he ran, he, he ran heavy. He did. It. It was like, I'll take care I thought of he's gonna it. be like, "Hey, guys, like, we all got, we got, we got it here." <laughs> right? I swear, just like brutally beating them. You're just like, what I was is happening? men and women at least. Yeah, equality, bro. I'm like, keep it real. 2018, man. That that Mewtwo movement is real because he didn't give a damn, man. He was like, let me just. Let me. Oh, <laughs> oh! You're an old female cop. We good. Let me, let me break Bow, you up. Bang. <laughs> Chris O'Donnell should have took notes. Man, <laughs> real talk. Man, that's real talk. <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah. Before we get up out of here, uh, Miss Chauncey, I believe. But wait, know? the Starfire and Jason and, we, we and have to talk Grayson about, moment. Yeah. Uh, we had a dickery moment in this. I episode, love sir. Starfire. Listen, I'm glad y'all. I'm so <laughs> but I'm gorgeous. Oh, I'm glad y'all said it. she's bad though. This was, man. That's what she, that's, and that new outfit. Oh. Fire. My God! I'm glad y'all said I was that. Like, though. go ahead, girl. Before I we, love her. Before talk talk about that. Like, well, talk about. I would talk look, about talk about her outfit. Star, talk about I everything. Would hold, I would hold her hand and be like, "Oh, hey, hey, guys. Oh, this is my girlfriend. I, this is my girlfriend. I wouldn't even let you know her name. She's like, with tell me She's with Grayson. That's that's who. We'll she's see. clearly we'll Toronto. He, he, he ain't he ready to give it up. She's clearly <laughs> smitten with him, and you can. But she's smitten with him. But you can tell that she calls him out on his stuff, which I we saw in the bathroom scene. You know, she goes in yes. and she's like, "Oh, you." don't want to be robbing that's great isn't that what you want and he's and she sees it and she's like unless that's not what you want and it's like how she's so able to size him up in the short time that they've known each other and he realizes it too oh she got it Uh, and that's why i think that's why his defense because she reads him and she tells him what she's thinking and i love that dynamic that they're building between them she wouldn't take no for an answer when when she's telling him about himself she like bro this is this how it is exactly and i just it was such it was a small moment but it really worked that's what i mean these small moments showed He's acting. Okay, so let's go to a small moment of of Dick Grayson as everyone comes in. He tells them where they are, and then and then Corey walks in with such an air of assessing the situation. The kids are being kids. Rachel goes in like you know, like on her little her little. Oh, hey, I'm I'm Rachel. Yeah, you can see (laughs) you can see her, and then. They don't really listen to Grayson. And then Corey goes sit, and they immediately sit simultaneously. They do like uh oh. Daddy's home, you know right? what I'm saying? And they sit, and I just loved, 
I loved the acting. Mm-hmm. I, I, when I say I believed them, I believed them. Absolutely. Even the moments between Corey and Dick Grayson, I believed it. There was a spark there. There was like a, a hint of flirtatiousness that we hadn't seen in the other episodes, which made it okay. We saw an ease of comfortability between two people who have an intimacy. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed it. There was nothing. There was no kiss scene. There was Ooh. no tongue down throat. Ooh. And yet I believed there was a, there's this, a connection there. The yeah. connection. Mm-hmm. And, and they need each other right now. Yeah, like they sure. need each other. They might not even know it. She might know it more than him, but they need each other. And I was like, man, I need to find me a starfire. I see you, man. I see you me smitten, man. I love her. It's deep with smit right now. Love her. <laughs> I want Talk a Jason me. Todd, just not so sociopath. Real that bubble. Like, <laughs> then that won't be Jason Todd. That would be Todd. That would great. be Jason Todd, like. <laughs> Slightly learning from Dick Grayson. No, that's that's listen, Jerome Todd. She's that's, listen, she's, <laughs> Jerome she's fantasizing Todd. right now. She's thinking she's she's making the man that she wants to. You know what I mean? I understand. Like diet Jason Todd. You I know understand. What I mean? <laughs> so give me your thoughts about that last scene, that last that last line, that that thing that got my made me got a chill with my spine, knowing that that's like the Nightwing called a Nightwing is what I felt that was useless and dirty <sighs> cops. Man, sheesh, so strong, such a good. It was just so good. <laughs> I like this please to run though. I like this. I like that smile. I like that the I like the I like the passion. It was just so much go- it, was, it was awesome. it was it really just worked this whole episode. Like the dynamics of the characters that you finally felt the edge. It wasn't well the edge was there before and I know some people were like they're trying to be so dark with it, but in this episode all of it was dark. And it was pretty yeah, and it worked though. It wasn't a put on, it 100%. didn't seem like they were trying hard even with Jason Todd saying lights out and he's breaking people's Bruh. back. I, I wasn't like, I was oh, they're trying to be edgy. I'm like, whoa. whoa. I was like, that is awesome. I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you. Damn. I loved it. Well, damn. <laughs> strong. It was just a strong. It was a strong. I thing. like that we're all in agreement of just that. That's the word, I guess, strong. And, I, and I even like the flashbacks because a lot of people don't like the flashbacks. This episode's flashbacks were. They were I didn't mind them. Yeah. Because they, they, they were a part of something. I understood why Absolutely. they played a part. And they were good. And they actually made me like young Dick Grayson and did not more. and did not interrupt the flow they of the main not. story. And it, was, and it was a good back and forth. Even the one where it was only two years ago, I believed it. This episode... I don't know if it just took a little time for everyone to mesh. Maybe. And we came into, yeah. now we kind of understand the story. However, this episode and last episode is culminated of what I am now a huge fan of the DC Titans show. Sure. Wow. Uh, DJ, can you uh, cue up that news track for me, please? News and gossip. Yeah, two bits of news. Uh, today they dropped uh, the first official look at Wonder Girl. Mm. Uh, we got the first photos today of Connor Leslie, who portrays Donna Troy. I talked about her last week, uh, a couple of days ago, in regards of what her um, super suit was going to look like. But now we're seeing like more natural photos of what appears to be her possibly being a journalist, digging into Dick Grayson's story. And if you recall, we kind of saw a picture, I think a few episodes ago, of her in a picture with Hawk and Dove and him. Um, so this is her in the flesh, and I guess she finally meets up with them. And we've been getting some hints from the uh, from the executive producers of the show that she may be joining the team sometime later. Because we do know in the comics she eventually joins the team, so that yes. may be happening. So that's Donna Troy, and she's going to be on her way. Probably not this upcoming episode, but the episode after next. Good stuff. And then um, DC Universe has created in a very I don't know I don't want, know if I want to call it petty or just they're playing on history. <laughs> 
the uh, they created they recreated the poll of deciding Jason Todd's fate. Wow. Now, if people know from a few years back, um, 20 years ago, actually, there was a poll yes. through the comics that the creators did asking the viewers to call in a collect call that was like five wow, cents or something. Way back, back in something, the day, yeah. Like 20 years ago. But, but that basically was asking you if you wanted to see Jason Todd live or die. And at that time, there was like 10,000 votes and the majority of them said they wanted Jason Todd to die. There was no love for Jason Todd. Recently, you can now call a number, one number, 1-900-720-2660 if you want Jason Todd to live, or 1-900-720-2666 if you want his death. That's That's amazing! (laughs) Not only is it amazing, it's excellent how uh, you know how in the show <laughs> Grace's phones always look old they still look like did y'all not know about texting like do we not okay I mean to get some of that Wayne tech and need a new phone text yes or no to four 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 four. like we couldn't do that Bruh. and currently the poll is at 70% of people voting to keep Jason oh, Todd. They like so this kid. keep the votes coming in. We want Jason Todd to stay around. I mean, at least about, on the show, I want to see him get killed by Joker on the show. I, I, I mean, this amazing. Uh, so there's been about 17,000 votes so far. So cast your vote for Jason Todd to live. That's pretty awesome. And that's the news. Thanks, Chauncey. I appreciate you. That's that was softer people that's letting some people stuff. <laughs> See that the dichotomy has changed over twenty years. You know what I mean? And they Isn't that were, funny they though? Like they ten thousand voted back in the day for him to die, and right now he's winning. To yeah, live. but if that was Jamal Todd, anyway. Oh so, my gosh! <laughs> yeah, I said it. So I love. So the line, <laughs> the line of the how many Robins are coming back with None. us? And and Dick Grayson says none. And that's when I got excited, man. I'm trying Strong. To, trying to see that Nightwing costume, man. And I, know it's, I know it's coming, but I but just... But it's not just the Nightwing costume. Guess who he has to get it from? <sighs> the only person that can uh, develop things like uh, Zylon fibers for for the cape. Oh, boy. Exactly. Six <laughs> times stronger Zylon, like Dick Grayson. And, and when he kept saying everything Dick Grayson did was outdated, that was just hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Ready oh, for the special segment? I actually am. Special I'm segment, of course, is we choose a scene in this episode that speaks to you or speaks about you. Um, I guess I, um, let me start real quick. So it, it was the part you, you mentioned earlier was the Starfire part when you told him to sit down. I just that just had me flashbacks of my mom when I used to be always run, ripping and running around all up in the crib, especially when company was there and I would be showing off. My mom like, boy, sit down. And I was like, and it felt when she said that, I was like, yo, that was like my mom telling me to sit my behind that. Young Evan was like, that gave me a chill. So that part right there really spoke to me in this episode. Yeah, I mean, I would go with the... Yeah, probably my, the Starfire. Maybe the Starfire and Dick Grayson thing where this idea of being able to have, like, those moments of, like, connecting with someone without mm. needing to go super deep or whatever. I, I, I felt that. Oh, you wish you had me. that? <laughs> maybe I do have that, Teron. <laughs> I'm, I'm just asking questions. <laughs> we don't know who hurts you. What about uh, you, my man? With me, it's got to be, it's gotta be when Dick Grayson looks at the painting of Machiavelli and quotes, uh, if an injury has to be done to a man, it should be so severe, his vengeance not need to be feared. Mm. Just quoting Machiavelli is something oh, that really... Yeah, it's awesome. It, it's a very... Thing to do. No, I'm glad. I'm glad you brought that one up because the way, the way, like the way he did it, though. That, that's a that's a lot of words and a lot of monologue, right? That's like a little, baby, it's like a little baby monologue. So I just like the way he delivered but it. But it was also to just it was to decipher the difference between the Robins. That's exactly it shows exactly right. The educated, logical, yes, Robin of Dick Grayson, the refined Dick Grayson versus the volatile, just uh, perceived Robin of Jason Todd. Now, here, here little things. I wanted to point out 
even when we were talking about the philosophies, Dick Grayson yeah. is, is clearly, he's the more intelligent of the two people. But, but Jason Todd is extremely street smart. Yeah. And that's how he gets in the club. That's how he shows up. He does the little things. He he's 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 street smart. He's gang smart. He is. And so if you've ever met if you've ever met someone who's like a gang leader and they don't understand Machiavelli and they don't use those big words, but they understand these concepts and they're so clever with stuff and it's things you would have never ever thought of. And thing is, and Jason's a survivor though. He is. 100%. There, 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 there's something yeah. about that kind of that kind of smart. And, and he's street smart too, but not not like crackhead street smart you know no I know what you're saying like, exactly and it was just that moment it's, I like like I said I like all the actor choices I like when he when he delivered a monologue like Jason Todd go Psh, okay whatever dude yeah. he was he took that in man and he was like okay cool but um but anyways before we uh, get the hook the vaudevillian hook uh, DJ can you cue up that predictions for me please if you have a chance I want to see what my people's thinks going on episode 7 Chauncey what's going on girl well, I think, like I was saying, I think we're going to see Donna Troy soon. But it seems like, uh, in looking at the previews for the next one, that they end up in the asylum mm-hmm. or whatever. So, um, I don't know. I feel like maybe this might be where we finally start to get a bit more of Starfire's trauma Ooh, and whatever yeah. made it so she has the amnesia. Because it looks like she's being tested on and stuff like that. So, I'm excited about that. And hopefully... I predict that we'll start getting into her backstory because I think we finally kind of maybe reached a climax with Grayson. Yep. So I feel like now we can start getting into Starfire. Yep. Mm. I mean, I, I, everything I predict comes in from the trailer. So for <laughs> the next, but obviously Adamson somehow gets out. But I think it has to do with uh, Rachel. I think he, they allow Rachel right. at the end. We see him go. I'll only speak to to Rachel. Right. They allow that, and he unleashes something in Rachel that they weren't prepared for mm-hmm. and that's how that happens but that's just my prediction I like it and also I was thinking the same thing about Starfire maybe maybe this is going to be kind of like a bittersweet thing maybe this jogs her memory maybe yeah. they she might start getting tortured but this might actually kickstart everything and maybe she puts all the pieces together and and as they go into backstory like I said maybe this is the moment where she's like okay I know who I am. Right? And she I got remembers she loves vibes me. Yeah, then she, and then, yeah, and then she remembers like that she's she destined to be with Teron. Yeah. yeah, it's just it's, it's bound to happen. <laughs> with that being said, Electro Pond make you do that. Shout out to uh, shout out to everybody in the chat, especially Ivan Soto. He was in the chat just chatting it up, chatting. Uh, Zios B. Lou, shout out Serenity. Yeah, yeah, what's this edgy bra? Edgy bra. Appreciate all you guys for being yeah. in the chat. Gracie Thanks. and Ryan, Serenity. <laughs> Q26. Staying up with us, man. Man, guys, everybody enjoy your holidays. Um, Everyone take care. But before we go, Miss Chauncey, please put yourself over. Tell the people where they can find you. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Miss Chauncey KR and also on Rotten Tomatoes as I am an official film and TV critic. There. I know now. Now I'm with yes, you. Because yeah. I, was, I was on the ground. I'm with you now. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> Here you go. Yo, Tyrone, stop messing with me. Stop messing with me. Patrol. That's Dude, really cool. Doom Patrol. But I see third time the charm. I'm with it now. Yeah. Tyrone, put yourself over, brother. Find me at I am Tyrone. Literally at I am Tyrone because I am Tyrone. I A M T E H R A N. And on a bunch of the uh, the comic shows on Afterbuzz right here at the Laugh Factory every Monday and Thursday at 10 p.m. Come check me out. I'm hilarious. You are. Um, Evan T. Mac, Instagram and Twitter. Uh, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Uh, be safe out there. Don't do nothing I wouldn't do. Um, Starfire. Well, hook it up with my boy, Teron, man. I love you. I'll <laughs> take care. Call me Jason. <laughs> He's like 12. He's 19. Yeah. <laughs>
Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 